You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Morning Startup, where we believe you can develop neural pathways that will awaken you to a full heart and clear mind. Live with joy, health, and success. I'm your host, Michael Oliver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Maria Gosher. Good morning, Maria. Hey, Michael. So, a little bit of a shift this morning, huh? A little bit. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. So, um, our other co-host, Deborah, is not feeling well, so she's feeling a bit under the weather. So, um, we asked her to stay home and rest up, and she'll be back with us next week. But as a result of that, um, we needed to do a little bit of a shift because we had the show that we had planned for today... Um, Deborah's a very integral part in that, and mm-hmm. since she's home resting now, um, Marie and I needed to, to to make a shift. So as we were contemplating about what that would look like, we decided that it would be an interesting conversation to have. What do you do when things are thrown in your path that you're not ready for? A daily occurrence. It happens every day. It does. <laughs> it does. So that's what led us to um, talking about that today because I think that a lot of people do have situations like that that happen in their life. And responses to that vary depending on who the individuals are, but sometimes they can be so unexpected that they can really throw you off your game. And then that really affects the outcomes that you're planning for. So we thought this was actually a great opportunity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What do you think, Maria? What are some of the things that you think about when you you have unexpected things happen? I think, um, well, a couple things. One is I think to myself, should I freak out right now? <laughs> I could make a choice of to freak out or to problem solve um, or to ask for help if I need it. Um, Kind of your perspective on the situation is really, really important. When you talk about mindset, um, when you get these roadblocks, you know, you, you have a choice of how you're going to respond right. to it. Yeah. So what do you, what has been your experience with either with yourself or with other people when unexpected things happen? And I know that varies mm-hmm. by yeah. who it is, but mm-hmm. do you, have you been able to get a sense of kind of what inside that bell curve, kind of what is the norm? Do you think a lot of people are able to really sit back and Mm. do a response? Or do you think a lot of people might do more of a reaction? Mm. Yeah, I think it varies. Um, I do see a lot of reactionary responses. But I also think um, oftentimes we don't really have a keen awareness that we're responding a certain way or we're reacting versus, you know, so that's interesting. Like, where do you think that comes from? Like, the, the minute mm. you said that, I thought to myself, so is this a learned mm-hmm. thing, yeah. right? Is this yeah. learned? Is it the way that we respond to unexpected situations? Is that something that is learned or mm-hmm. is that something that is more innate? It's mm. hmm. a good question. I think a mix of both. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What's your... Um, well, now you're getting behavior psychology yeah, yeah. In, in that world. Um, so I think it's learned, and I think mm-hmm. that it's learned through um, our role models. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So as we're growing up, we experience situations and how we interpret those situations through the lens that we interpret it through Mm -hmm. is going to be part of how it's integrated into who we are. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. for example, I mean, take kids and parents. Mm -hmm. So if you you see mom and dad, how do mom and dad deal with situations? I know we're going back away and we're kind of bringing this back around to to current life. Mm -hmm. But it's worth the conversation to think about, like, how do we get into situations that – that cause us stress mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. are unexpected. Right. Everything is planned. Everything goes along fine. That's fine. Everybody does well with that because mm-hmm. it's planned. Right. Where it goes awry is when people get into situations that are unexpected and then it's the unknown and then what happens. And I think that mm-hmm. gap of what happens is dependent upon what your mm-hmm. life experience has been growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So if you have a mother or father that took a very calm approach to an unexpected situation yeah. and made it more of a teaching moment mm-hmm. for the child, yep. then that's what's going to be integrated. Right. But right. if you have like mm-hmm. dad or mom like going, mm-hmm. well, I can't believe this just <laughs> happened. What are you right. doing? It's like, and then the kid goes, ah. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know. Trauma then, for life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then something unexpected happens to the kid and they go, Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I think behavior. So to answer your question, I think it's yeah. probably more in yeah. my my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more mm-hmm. of a learned response. Yeah, and I think one thing that was interesting that you said is the fear of the unknown. And I think when we come across that, we make up our own narrative to what the unknown is. You know, like oh my god, yeah. the worst case scenario is is going to happen. And, and that's a really that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a book out that's called hardwired for that were hard, hardwired for unhappiness or hardwired mm-hmm. for negativity i i don't know yeah, the yeah. full name of it but but i when i'm recalling the really the the theme of that book was that we're really hardwired for negativity yeah which is why mm-hmm. and again I, I don't owning the fact that I know I don't have all these stats in front of me. This is just kind of a free for all conversation that we're mm-hmm. having. But it takes so many, you know, it, if you have so many negative experiences, it takes so many mm-hmm. positives to overcome it, right? Right, right. Like if you have one negative experience, it may take like five positive yeah, experiences yeah. to to really disconnect from that negative experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's the hardwired part. Yeah, and it goes really back in way, way back where mm-hmm. you had to always be on guard for the negative things that are happening in one's environment, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whether it was animals or weather or right. food, shelter, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's almost been a programming, which is why there's so much business done with positivity, change your thinking, mm-hmm. affirmations. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. if you really look at it, it's like there's all the work. Right. Like the work isn't like, well, you know, think of five negative things. I mean, those yeah, things yeah. are automatic. Right, right. So it's all on the it's all on the scale, it's all like you got to really build up all this affirmation and all the positivity mm-hmm. and having a good outlook and a good attitude and all of that. Yeah. To almost just disengage from the power of negativity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which can occur, back to your point, when something unexpected happens, the mind clicks automatically to mm-hmm. all the bad stuff that can happen right. with that. Yeah, yeah. And if you have a, you know, if you think negative most of the time, 
you're likely to think negative when right. something happens. True. And so, like you said, it, it does take hard work to overcome the negative. And we talk about changing the neural pathways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it, it makes me think of like, uh, young kids when someone says something mean and like, well, you guys say five nice things now right. to the person. Right. And, um, because yeah, we are really hardwired for, you know, it's human nature. It is. Yeah. So build, I like the idea about the building the neural pathways because that's really what it's about. Like mm-hmm. to override mm-hmm. that, that neural pathway of negativity is already set. Yeah. So doing all the things we're talking, even with the touchstones, mm-hmm. right? Even with the five touchstones that we've mm-hmm. talked about in previous episodes. I mean, all that work, all of this work is built around building new neural pathways mm-hmm. for a different outcome. Yep. And how easy it is for us to run on autopilot mm-hmm. with these reactions versus responses. Right. So like right. you and I, for instance, in, in our, in, in, we can talk about a lot of examples, but, mm-hmm. you know, Deb unexpectedly got sick mm-hmm. and it, it really laid her out right. where we planned a whole show and she's a, such an integral part. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what now? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, do we cancel? Like, right, do we cancel right. the show? Because, oh my God, like, like Deb's not here. So mm-hmm. do we cancel the show? Mm-hmm. No, we, we, sh- we shouldn't do that. Okay. Then we'll, we'll, what are we going to do? What are we right, going to talk about? Right, right. Right. We have less than 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> ah, yeah. So. <laughs> but we didn't respond that way. Um, we just, you know, we, we looked at, you know, the situation and we brainstormed a little bit and, um, and we're we're here, and we're kind of going with flow, and we're talking about actually the very thing that we came across is right. a setback. Um, which I which I think last night when you were, you and I were talking, it's kind of cool. This pretty much how mentation mm-hmm. works. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. It's like we're we're finding we use the word pivoting, or mm-hmm. um, you know, always we want to our goal, and I know this is a little bit of shift into like startup language, but you know, th- this is all related to the underlying message of what do you do when you got things unexpectedly happen mm-hmm. for to you. But even in a startup, what is your company culture going to look like? Yeah. Right? Yeah, for like, sure. It's, it's, it's really interesting. It's just this whole thing is so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You take parents and children, mm-hmm. right, that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so how parents are responding to situations are impacting the kid. Yeah. But then you look at an organization. So mm-hmm. you take the startup and you take the owner's of the startup, how are they responding to situations right. and what are the people that are working for them aren't going to interpret that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they thinking like, hey, those guys are responding in a really cool way. Why do we mm-hmm. need to be upset about mm-hmm. it? Or, wow, they're really flipping out right now. So, right. oh my God, what what's going to happen to us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, there's parallels there. Absolutely. I think one of the things we like to build in our culture that we've talked a lot about is like mm-hmm. our ability to, to, to make those shifts. Mm-hmm. And what has our experience been when that's happened? Oh, it always works out so much better than if you fight it. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to share? Do you want to share the Kickstarter experience? Yeah, we've had so many moments like this yeah. where we get to a very pivotal point and we gotta make a decision of: do we go this route that could be disastrous, or or this route that is um, not necessarily more comfortable, but right. um, you know, it feels better? And I think. Um, we do a good job of listening to our intuition, our gut of how does it feel if we were to do this or theoretically if we were to do that. And, um, yeah, the Kickstarter, we had a mm-hmm. product that, um, 
we were going to do a Kickstarter campaign and we spent a lot of work on it. Uh, we invested, you invested <laughs> a lot into making that happen. Yeah. Um, we had, um, someone helping us with that real talented, um, individual and, um, we were like ready to launch. Like, I think it was that week. It or, was. Or like that, it was. the next day or something. Crazy. I mean, it was within a couple of days. Yeah. Right. Because we had, so we, this is really, I mean, we put together the whole schedule. I mean, we did everything. We, we yeah, did we filming. Did it. Yeah. We did filming. Mm-hmm. We did, you know, presentation. We did all figuring out the numbers yes. and we did spreadsheets and yeah. we, you know, the, the whole campaign mm-hmm. laid out. Mm-hmm. Come to find out we were missing one integral piece. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, you know, we're a small team and we're a startup and we were doing all this stuff, but, you know, we were, we're new, so no, not many people know about us. And, um, it kind of clicked like, oh, well, you know, no one knows about us. So <laughs> they're probably not going to be, you know, engaged, we're excited about the Kickstarter, right? yeah. but the reality is other people aren't going to really, yeah, engage with it. Um, and so that was kind of disappointing. Like, oh man, like we kind of didn't think about that thoroughly. Um, but you know, we're doing the best we can. Uh, can't kick ourselves for that, but we, I don't know how we got into having a meeting, but we had like this I, intense meeting. Like yeah. it felt very tense. So <laughs> and it was. So I the the unfolding of that. So like you said, we we had done all this work. We we're doing all this planning, um, and then we actually met and said, "Well, we're going to need to jump jump start a yeah. social media campaign." Yep. Yeah. So oh yeah, we're right? going to plan so that. Yeah. Because we need to get people to know who we are. Because if they're going to go for the Kickstarter, they need mm-hmm. to know who we are. Mm-hmm. And and that was a really short window. Yeah. And and there were and to your point, there was a lot of pieces within the social media space alone mm-hmm. that we needed to get up to speed on. And right. I and I think that if you're not involved in in a startup, mm-hmm. and and fair enough, you don't. One one would not really know all the back end work that has to be done. Right. So, for example, social media campaigns. It isn't just throwing stuff out on Instagram and right. Facebook, right? It's there's let, a strategy, yeah. right? I mean, that's your mm-hmm. that's your sweet spot, mm-hmm. and it's like there's a strategy, there's a planning, there's mm-hmm. there's tools to use, there's timing, yeah. blah blah blah. It's all yeah. of that. Not to mention the what you are putting out mm-hmm. it has to be of interest, right? All that stuff. Yeah. So. We had set that plan together and it was rather ambitious. Yeah. Yet we all have other things we're doing mm-hmm. while trying to launch this. And I started so we we yeah. you and I and Deb were not talking about how each of us were feeling <laughs> right, about right. this. Yeah. I was feeling really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You were, but I didn't know you were. <laughs> yeah. Deb was and I'm we really good at hiding it. Yeah. yeah. And Deb was, but yeah. we, because we were all like, Yeah, we're on we're on Right. We're on this launch mm-hmm. timeline. Mm-hmm. So I called you up and said, mm-hmm. I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And we met at the bookstore. Yeah, and it was pretty late. It was it late. Was, it was like 9 o'clock yeah, at night. Yeah. And I and I had said to you, and I'm fumbling around trying to find my words here, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to. So, and I, and I remember specifically saying, I think we need to pause on the Kickstarter. And I looked at your shoulders <laughs> and the breath. Your shoulders dropped. You went... You exhaled and you went, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? I do. Yeah. And then that jump started Mm -hmm. a whole conversation about like, yes, like Mm -hmm. we need to do this right and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. 
the point yeah. being is in all of this is that what you said earlier was so important. We listened to our intuition. It didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. It just didn't. Mm -hmm. it, things felt out of sync. Yeah. The second piece of that, which I really think is important, is that we trusted in each other enough mm -hmm. to be able to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Right. To be able to say, this is what I'm thinking and not have you go like, well, mm -hmm. you didn't think of that earlier, Michael. I mean, what the yeah. hell? Now, you you know? Yeah. And that kind of culture, I think, is so important because when people don't talk to each other, that's where the gossip culture starts. Right. And like, why couldn't they read my mind and like, you yes. know, do this or, you know, and um, but yeah, that was, a, I think, a very pivotal point in our in our work together. in our relationship yeah. because i think it showed that we have a lot of trust in each other that we could say things that we're uncomfortable with and we're not mm -hmm. going to get slammed for it mm -hmm. that we trusted our intuition which is a touchstone yeah we 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 did trust our intuition and we do that often and mm -hmm. one of the things mm -hmm. just as a sidebar what i really like about the work that we do is what we talk about to our audience mm -hmm. whether it's through our instagram facebook accounts whether it's through podcasting or one-to-one -one with people we practice what mm -hmm. we talk about. Mm -hmm. This isn't just something that we say, oh, this really sounds good. Mm -hmm. We we practice these things and mm -hmm. we incorporate them into our into our business culture. And the intuition mm -hmm. piece is something we rely on heavily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just wanna for those that may be thinking, we balance that with our intellect. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. We balance it. We we listen to the intuition. We don't discount the intuition, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is the trick to do when you're – and we will talk right. more about that piece when we get to that touchstone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the idea about intuition is that you have to learn how to listen to it. Mm -hmm. We've been able to do that. And mm -hmm. every time we've done it, yeah. has it not worked yeah, out? We have such a long list of situations like that, and it always works out. Yeah. And um, it's fascinating, actually. And I think that – one of our missions is to help teach people how to do that better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we have had often a lot of things that have ch been challenging to us. I mean, not only individually, but as a company mm -hmm. and we have trusted our intuition. Mm -hmm. The, the clarity of our thinking is built through the meditation that we have. Sometimes we start mm -hmm. our meetings with sound mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in order to balance the energy. And I know yeah. that may sound, but again, as Deb if she was sitting here yeah. and she is in spirit, yeah. she would say, and there's science behind all of it. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, 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 totally. But, um, so what were – so if to kind of go on this theme of setbacks um, or challenges that we've mm -hmm. had in, in our lives, can you think of anything um, that, you know, you've had a challenge with for yourself and that you, you, you know, maybe – had learned how to respond it more effectively so you had a, a, a rather positive outcome versus how you might have done before and not have such a positive outcome? Um, yeah, I have so many and kind of mentioned this earlier um, on our off offline. Um, I think one thing I do, I cannot be the only one that does this, <laughs> <laughs> but um, is I, I put setbacks on myself. So, uh -huh. um, you know, I'll put roadblocks on myself Um and I like learning, self-improvement, you know, always bettering myself. Um, because of that, I think I overcome a lot of setbacks. Um, but again, that's a choice. You can choose right. to respond a certain way. Um, but like one example that comes to mind from college is, uh, 
Yeah, I was never really good at speaking. I don't really. I'm very introverted and shy. And yeah, you're so, doing a podcast. Yeah, just so saying, as a person right? talking on a podcast. <laughs> and um, but I always knew that that was something I had to improve upon. And um, and all my instructors would be like, "Yeah, your work is really good, but like you gotta talk once in a while." I'm like, "Shoot!" And <laughs> um, and so I went to an event where I saw a speaker um talking about like etiquette stuff you know i thought it was really gonna be boring right. but she ended up being really really good it's, it's kind of like the experience when i saw deb uh, when she taught the orientation when i was teaching oh yeah we talked about yeah, that in the first yeah, like, podcast Gosh, you're so good yeah. and so how do i get like that how do i be like that and so i i'm like well i guess i could ask if she's willing to teach me and and i, I remember my hands were shaking so bad i was so <laughs> nervous to talk to her because i don't talk to people <laughs> and um but we met like a couple days later at a coffee shop and uh long story short um, I did a website for her. We did a little barter and that was done in like a couple weeks. And she basically taught me everything that she knows in almost two years. I was working with her awesome. uh, every single weekend. And that was like hard. It was not really like it wasn't an uh, easy piece road, of cake. Right? Yeah. But I knew that I, I wanted to improve on that. And um, my last day working with her, um, I was asked from uh, the college I went to if I wanted to be the commencement speaker or whatever to my graduating class and that was just like so crazy because like i saw this person who was really good at speaking and then my last day of working with her hmm. i get the you know the opportunity to try to do that myself and so that was really cool and, and that boosted my confidence so i could have stayed stuck and mm -hmm. you know not to say that i'm always you know consistently right. you know confident but um but it was a choice so like I decided to learn and grow from it. Um, but that's that's one thing that comes to mind. How about you? Anything sticks out? Yeah, like like yourself, you know, there's there's a lot of things. Um I think going back to uh I was always trying to figure out like where I fit. Mm -hmm. And that was always that was always a real challenge for me. I mm -hmm. I just wasn't a kid that fit into anything really. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have, like I wasn't, I, I have these interests now, but way back mm -hmm. then I didn't, like mm -hmm. I didn't have an interest in science. I, mm -hmm. I the brain and, you mm -hmm. know, about the only thing I figured out I could, I was a good people person, mm -hmm. but they didn't have a subject in school on major and <laughs> people person, you know, but I didn't, I, I wasn't a science guy. I wasn't, you know, interested in language or the arts. It, it was just like I was floating through school. And mm -hmm. and so my challenge for me was like, who am I? Like, wh mm -hmm. what do I do? There are people that knew what they wanted to do. They knew mm -hmm. what they what they wanted to go to college for, what majors they wanted to do. And mm -hmm. I randomly picked a major only because it was like, <laughs> well, it's not, I, I was more drawn to psychology because I just, it was more the people person thing mm -hmm. and personalities. But that yeah. that was the only thing. And so for me, that challenge in kind of a setback is I, I didn't know. I didn't have really have any direction for that. They have like a ton of tools now and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But you can yeah. kind of figure stuff out. Mm -hmm. um, I Unlike like yourself, I didn't even – it wasn't until graduate school or – well, I dropped out of school and then I came back. But there was a part I, – I ran into like a mentor mm -hmm. like you. Mm -hmm. You said you had yeah. where I – I too heard someone give yeah. a talk mm -hmm. and it was on the human potential mm -hmm. and it was like just drew me in mm -hmm. and I had walked up to him. This is really oh, interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So like yeah. 
As I'm sharing this story, yeah. I just realized that wow. we had not planned this yeah, right now, yeah, but yeah. there's a parallel mm-hmm. here. It happened almost exactly the same yeah, for me. Yeah. I went up to him. I said, I want to do what you do. Yeah. He says, you need a degree to do what I do. And then mm-hmm. that's what really got me back to school. Wow. wow. Um, so it was, again, kind of the same thing you're talking mm-hmm. about. It's like that setback of where do I fit? Who am I? Mm-hmm. Not having any confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, not even really experiences that would give me that confidence. But yet mm-hmm. there was something in me that, that said that's kind of something mm-hmm. you can align with. Right. And getting by the fear of that. Mm-hmm. And then as yourself, as you said, the mentoring experience was not really pleasant all the right, time. Right, Because right? they challenge yeah. you, right? And yeah. you have to do things. Yep, yep. And I think of giving a commencement speech, my gosh, like, <laughs> were you not like, were you shaking? Um, That's just... You know, surprisingly, it was really calm. And it, it was an interesting ex- experience because I have a lot of mentors. I seek them out like... Yeah, just like a magnet, right? Yeah, and um, (laughs) a mentor magnet. Yeah, yeah. So many of my mentors, you know, some of the people that told me way back when I first started college, um, you know, you got to talk to people. They all kind of had a little bit of a part in me and helping me plan for that that moment. So I was, I was, I felt really good when I when I did it. Um, But you know, it's interesting, like you know how you reached out to you know your mentor, and um, you know we both had this experience of seeking, you know, seeking right. some kind of guidance from someone. And we started the show talking about parents and kids and, yes. you know, and, and role models and who do you surround yourself by. Oh, that's, and, that's right. and I think it's important that, you know, we can't always control our circumstances per se, but you can get help somewhere. You can find a role model. Um, don't think that everything is going to come to you and like someone's just going to walk into your life. Sometimes you have to make the step to. Right. And sometimes those are subtle steps. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. think that some, the mindset of knowing, like, I think there's that part of you, part of me that when you get a sense of alignment, you follow that, right? That's your intuition speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like when you, when you you sought out your mentor, Mm -hmm. there was, there was, there was something subtle intuitively that mm-hmm. connected you on, on an mm-hmm. intuitive level. Yeah. yeah. Now you could cho- have chosen not to act on it mm-hmm. because fear would have gotten in the way. Right. Fear could have blocked you there. Mm-hmm. Your confidence lack of could have blocked you. Yeah. Yeah. But intuitively you mm-hmm. knew that that person was somebody that could mm-hmm. help you in what yeah. way, how deep, how long you, you don't know, mm-hmm. but, the intuitive part, mm-hmm. and you followed it, and look yeah, at, yeah. how it turned out. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's that, you know, for for people who are feeling scared and stuck, it there is that risk factor, but you have to, yeah. but it, you know, if you you know that you know, mm-hmm. you know, there yeah, is yeah. no other, there is no formula. Mm-hmm. It's just you know that you know. Yeah. It's just like if you're. It, it's like mm-hmm. anything else. You just know that you know. So mm-hmm. the thing is you have to trust that knowing yep. and yep. then follow it. Mm-hmm. And the outcomes can be amazing, mm-hmm. which they, I, I think, yeah. uh, in your experiences and mine, they, they've proven time and time again to be yeah. that way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's good to have that mindset of um, problem solving. You know, you got a problem and you can figure it out. Yeah. And um, whether that's, you know, on your own or seeking help on it. Um Everything is figure outable. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. Figure outable. Yeah. I like that. 
there would be the there'd Marie be Forleo Mar- line Maria's, right yeah, there. Yeah, right. You figure yeah. out them all. So, I, I mean, the takeaways here, I think, and this is it's been awesome. I mean, the takeaways here are learn to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. The trusting yourself is that intuitive part. Yeah. You know that you know. Mm-hmm. Have the strength to do that because at the end of the day, you can do right. You can do what mm-hmm. you 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 can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Not that it and it isn't always going to be easy, and there's mm-hmm. always going to be challenges to that. Mm-hmm. But you you know, people, individuals, if if they truly want to accomplish something or do something differently or overcome a challenge or overcome a setback. The first thing is that mm-hmm. become a seeker. Yeah. Right. Become yeah. a seeker. Like how, what do I, the first question shouldn't, well, I shouldn't, but the, maybe the first response is like, Oh my God. But, the, <laughs> but, but following that response is I'm open to, I'm open mm-hmm. to, getting my head in the alternative, right? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. I need to go around this rock that's in my space and figure out, figure out a way to navigate through Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Um, And there's the, for lack of better language, the universe or however one wants to interpret that. Mm -hmm. um, If someone's more religious, it would be God. It it Mm -hmm. would be, you know, whatever their spiritual alignment is, but it's things Things are there to help you. Like mm-hmm. there's there's things and events that happen that are there to help you, but you have to take the first step to do that and then yeah. trust that those things will occur for you. Mm-hmm. And whether those are people like mentors like you had and I had, mm-hmm. right? That get lined up. Yeah. But look look what ha- look yeah, at Yeah, yeah. And you've grown from that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And we still talk to each other today. But um yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, you know, the Google Maps and the GPS thing, you know, where it's like takes you on a route, you know, and then yeah. it's like, oh, there's traffic that way and it's like rerouting. Yes. And then it yes. like, you know, it takes a different path and yeah. it might end up being faster to get to your destination right. if you if you reroute. But um yeah, but life has twists and turns and you know, and we survived today on this, we on did. this podcast. Yeah. So it, yeah, we yeah. did. It, it was a <laughs> it was a it was a cool pivot and yeah. I, I like I like the way that happened. Um mm-hmm. I know Deb is listening to us in yeah. in the in her recovery areas, so we wish her well. Yeah. Um, we expect her to um, to be back with us next week, and yeah, yeah. we're going to have some fun stuff. We're going to be talking about the breath. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Deb's re- looking forward to she that. She wrote a really nice uh, poem. Yeah, it's around, awesome around breath, and mm-hmm. we're going to share that with with y'all next week and uh, talk a little bit more about these touchstones. Uh, so remember, just as as we close up, as Marie and I talked about, um, setbacks are part of life. There's something that's going to happen. Um, think in terms of response versus react mm-hmm. um, and think of open yourself mm-hmm. up to opportunities because when you do that, they'll come your way and then you'll have more positive outcomes. Absolutely. Yeah, sound good? Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thanks a lot for listening, everyone, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Yep. Take care. 